Here at Notes of Agoon, we want you to have amazing sex, which is why I want to tell you about a popular sex enhancer, the Promescent Delay Spray, that's been used by over a million men and is clinically proven to help you last longer in bed. It takes the edge off and sensitivity levels down, so you don't have to worry about finishing too soon. Don't want to worry about that. No prescriptions, no mess, no pesky subscriptions require just better sex, guaranteed with a 60-day money-back policy. I recently used it, and I'll tell you this, uh, uh, it's a better product than some of the other products on the market. They sell condoms that do a similar thing, and um, if you pull the condom off and then go in raw, which you're going to, uh, uh, it will transfer the, the numbness to your partner, whereas Promescent Delay Spray does not do that. Uh, so see what the buzz is about for yourself and grab a bottle along with all your sexual wellness products from specially formulated arousal gels to supplements and more in one trusted spot that ships fast and discreet. So go to promescent.com. They've got an assortment of products to enhance your sex life. And if you use promo code GOON, you're going to get 15% off your purchase and free shipping. One more time, that's promo code GOON for 15% off your purchase and free shipping. Just go over to P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. Dot com And again, use that promo code GOON for 15% off your purchase and free shipping. All right, let's get this show started. What the fuck is up, goons? It is episode 72. Uh, it's 76, Chris. 76! Oh my God! It's the year the country was founded. Fuck! Thank God! It's the it's the birth of the country is happening. It's the rockets are red glaring. Uh, the home of the fucking brave. All the things. It's. I was thinking about this. It's very cold out. I'm supposed to be in Boston with Dave Smith and Rob uh, Bernstein. Uh, just a few days. If you're around, I think there's still some tickets left to the live podcast. It's always a good time. Uh, uh, come to that. But. Uh, it's cold as fuck in Boston. It's gonna be six degrees. How the fuck do they make tea in the harbor when it's that cold there all the time? It's iced tea. It's sun tea? They made a sun tea? No, no, it's iced tea because it's in ice water. Yeah, but you still have to make tea and then put ice in it to make it iced tea. Why? Can't you just you put it in cold water and then it dilutes into the water? But that's how you make sun tea, which is the stupidest thing ever. Look up what sun tea is. That's something like old fucking... Trash people used to do in New York City. They would put uh, tea bags in uh, a jug of water and leave it on a fire escape for three fucking days. And then they would bring it in and put ice in it. It would be sun tea. They'd be like, you want some sun tea? I'd be like, no, I don't want your fucking shitty New York fucking sunlight water. You put New York sunlight in my fucking water? That's fucking ridiculous. And this is back when the, in the 80s when it was smoggy. I mean, we're not in L.A., but we got, we got fucking good sunlight here. Look at this. Look Dude, at what in, you can do in with the 80s, tea. You put red clover and hibiscus. You look at any movie from the 80s in New York. It, it's just grayer than it needs to be. Pull a picture from Life Stinks. Does didn't Life Stinks take place in New York? I don't know what Life Stinks is. It's a Mel Brooks movie. It's called Life Stinks. It's really should be all the context you need. It's just a movie. Ghostbusters, then, Mike. Any movie that takes place in New York. There's, I mean, people have heard of that one. There's hundreds of thousands of movies that it take place in the in 90s, New too. It wasn't even the 80s. I'm just saying, the sky was just grayer. Die Hard, two. That was in L.A. Three was in New York. It's got to be out. It's got to be outside. See, notice the sky is all grayer. 
Everything was grayer in New York back then. Well, they're then. clearly in rubble and trash. That was the whole city back then. You didn't live here. <laughs> we called it a dead city in the last couple of years. Uh, uh, but here's the thing. I think it's dead again. Everybody got COVID. No one got sick from it. But there's nobody outside. It's fucking weird. Have you noticed this? Is it because it hasn't been cold in two years? Bro, it's cold as shit. It is fucking brick outside. It's not good. Yeah. But nobody's outside. Have you noticed that? Yeah, because it's cold. People don't go outside when it's this cold. I think people just left the city for the holidays, and then they were told that they might have to be working remote for a couple of weeks, and just didn't come back. Why yeah. would you come back? It's cold as shit. Everybody's got COVID. Yeah, but shit's open still, so it's fun. I mean, it's fun because everything that's open is not crowded. It's like going to Six Flags when it's kind of uh, going to rain. It looks like it's going to rain, but you know it's not going to rain like in your soul. Have you ever done that? You know it's the fucking best thing ever. You got to get a you get a Six Flags season pass, and then you don't leave New York City until 3 o'clock in the afternoon on a rainy-looking day, but the rain has kind of passed. So it's not going to rain. So now you don't have any of those poor people from the Port Authority in the fucking Six Flags. It's the best thing, Mike. Nobody takes the buses in. And then there's all the families that don't go because they got to get, first of all, those families. You ever go to fucking Six Flags with your family as a kid? Yes, once. What is it about parents that makes you become retarded what do you once mean? you have a child? They, like every parent on the planet that goes to an amusement park is like, we have to get there as soon as they open to get the most time in in the thing. Meanwhile, then you spend the most time in traffic. You spend the most time on the lines because you're there with all the other fucking parents that have become stupid. It's a fucking bizarre thing. I know I've gone off on quite a tangent. Just I really just wanted to say it's weird that the city is so goddamn quiet. Well, you got to get your money's worth. What do you mean? You're spending $110 on Universal Studios passes. You want to get there at 10 a.m. and make sure you get every ride in. But you're better off just going there at 7 when all those people who got there at 9 are exhausted and leaving. You're going to go at 7 p.m. to an amusement park. It closes at 10? Three fucking solid hours. No lines is the way to do it. If you're there for 8 hours and you spend 5 hours on lines, you're fucking stupid. Yeah, but some of the best time is the time you spend in line with your friends, you're playing games, pastime. I'm talking about the time you're spending with your family. Oh, no, God, no. And miserable children. Sure, sure, That's sure. awful. Yeah. Look, when we go to Six Flags as a group and there's 10 of us and we're just fucking smoking vape pens on the line, sure, that's fun. What? I agree. I mean, you're you're underselling it, but sure. That's literally just us hanging out the same way we hang out in a bar or out in the street or out in the backyard here. But after we're done with that conversation, we go on a line. It ends the conversation. It's like doing a new podcast every couple of hours. You know, it's a little different, you know, than, than, than when you're fucking with the kids yelling and they're fucking exhausted because you're standing Just if you got the kids, just I would get there even an hour before the park closes. Get some fast passes, bang out seven or eight rides. That's it. They're done for the day, these kids. So you just get seven or eight fast passes? That's so much money. Seven or eight rides for the kids. Oh. It's really just you and three kids, right? Maybe a fucking wife who just has to hold your shit. We take the kids on a fucking ride. Still, four fast passes at fucking $70 a piece? That's two eighty. Time is money, Mike. You can't be having any... And then you only get... Look, here's the thing. It's all about getting the most amount of rides in when you're a kid. 
Okay. All that line time as a child is miserable. I used to hate going to amusement parks. Because I would go like my aunt once every two years. And she would go on the hottest day of the fucking year. Because you got to make sure it's sunny. And then fucking we'd have to leave at six in the fucking morning. I'd be exhausted. As a child, I remember this. It would suck. You go all the way out there. And then you wait. All the lines are there. Because you went on the sunniest day of the year. On a fucking Saturday. Maybe you used a Coke can to get in. There's no fast passes. You got to go back to the parking lot to eat sandwiches because God forbid you spend any money on food in the park. Fucking miserable. Who does that with their family? Just kill your family. Or have a basement family. They don't have expectations. Get like one of those German basement families. I think you could buy them at Ikea now. They're called schlugs. One of the, yes? Yeah. They're Swedish now. They fucking exported them. They exported them from Germany to Sweden. Now you said they sell them at Ikea. You can get a whole basement family at Ikea. How much? Probably cheaper than going to Six Flags with a bunch of regular people. It's fair. Fucking basement family. They got no vitamin. They got vitamin D deficiencies. They're a fixer upper. You know what I mean? But you know what they're not going to want to do? Go to Sesame Place. Did you recently have to go to Sesame Place? No. I've never been to Sesame Place once in my entire life. Thank God. Smart. I saw a commercial for Sesame Place recently. But I just, I, I don't know how we got here, Mike. The city is dead again and it's fucking strange and creepy outside. It's very creepy outside. Like the roads are empty. It's fucking weird. Not one fucking Asian delivery guy almost hit me on the way here. You know how rare that is nowadays? I'm usually dodging those motherfuckers. Moving on. Huh? Are you going to move on? Oh. What are you doing on your phone? I got distracted by a hot girl's TikTok. <laughs> Is she very hot? Let me see. She's pretty hot. Let me see. I mean, that girl's pretty... She's not even dancing. She's pretty hot. What's yeah, but she got her titties, like, showing. Like, she's got, like, covering her titties under her tank top. Well, all right, what's her name? I'm not doing this. <laughs> Give her a plug on the show. No. Oh, that's a friend of yours? No. It's just some girl? Uh, yeah, somebody who I'm not giving a plug to. Don't worry about it. Wait a second. Now we can't move on. Oh, you said, oh, you said moving on. Got it. No, 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 no. Don't you hit the button. All right, moving on. We've moved on to TikTok sluts that Mike's friends with. <laughs> it's a new topic. Um, <clears throat> so who is this slut on TikTok? Don't worry about it. Why are you going to know all oh, my Why business? didn't you just say, I thought you just said it was some girl on TikTok. Yes, it's just some girl on TikTok. That you're friends with. I don't even know her name. Never met her. You know her name. It says it right there on TikTok. No, I don't, it's a, it's a nah, I can't read. Is that a girl you know in person? No. But you've just been DMing her on TikTok? Why are you giving me like the fifth degree here? Because you're being very cagey. I don't like how cagey you're being. All right. All right. You think you're an MMA fighter, so you got to be cagey. Ooh, you know what else is cagey? The racehorse. We're not getting We're on to something else right now. Racehorse will be here via satellite in a while. All right? We're talking about you and why you're being so cagey right now. Don't worry about it. You're supposed it. to be stalwart, not cagey. I am stalwart. Look up the definition of stalwart right now. <laughs> okay. And then you tell me the definition of stalwart, and then you look up the definition of cagey, and we'll decide which one else you're being. Okay. Loyal, reliable, hardworking, and sometimes cagey. That's no, the no, definition no. That is not pulled on the screen, then. Yeah. I want to see it on the screen. No, I can't, I can't fit the now whole pull, thing. Now pull up the definition of cagey. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't fit the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> pull up the definition of cagey, because that's what you're being right now. And it's not Nicholas Cage-like, so don't even try to pull that shit on me. <laughs> 
Um, all right. It's uh, cagey. You know, it's kind of like a movie where there's a plane full of convicts, and then somebody gets their face ripped off. It's cagey. Oh, okay. Yeah, cagey. K- okay, yeah, KGB. Uh, they were a Russian- No, no, uh, cagey. <laughs> the word cage with a Y at the end. I clearly let you know that it was spelled like Nicolas Cage. Okay, all right. Let's see here. Uh, I can look it up also. I have a computer. Okay, so I got uh, uh, hesitant about committing oneself. Uh, officials are cagey about giving details. Where that, is- it seems like that's what you're doing right now. You're not giving me a lot of details, mm, Mike. Shrewd, shrewd. Mm. It seems mm. like you're trying to bang chicks off TikTok, which is that's some Crystalia shit, bro. What are you talking about? Delia was no. Delia was Instagram. Delia was Instagram. When was now it's where's TikTok. He, where's he at now, dog? <laughs> I don't know, on YouTube still, no, making on, a living? He's on that TikTok, son. Yeah? Yeah, he's ticking and talking, dog, just like you. Hmm. Getting distracted by chicks who wouldn't even tell me their names, being yeah. all cagey and shit. The TikTok is the countdown to their 18th birthdays. You're being real cagey, man. You're drinking a lot of vodka in a hotel room alone. <laughs> real cagey. Yep, I'm uh, definitely... Uh, you're definitely going to try to steal the Constitution after this? You're being real cagey, Mike. <laughs> I'm telling the weather with a bow and arrow. Yeah, you're being real cagey, Mike. <laughs> real cagey. <laughs> Just like Ghost Rider, cagey. <laughs> I'm definitely not Batman. Nope, definitely not Batman or Superman in the Tim Burton version. Kate, you're very cagey right now. It's very cagey. I don't like it. All right? I'm going to give you a pass this one time, but next time have a better lie ready for me immediately. All right, I'm you're sorry. You're not quick on your feet. I was doing acid in the Canadian wilds when some bikers hopped up on fucking demon juice, killed my girlfriend. It's very cagey, Mike. It's very, very cagey. <laughs> You know my theory that uh, Mandy is the prequel to Leaving Las Vegas, right? Mm, I don't like that. Why not? Because <laughs> I don't think the guy in Mandy's a good enough writer. Yeah, because he's been fucking punch drunk from the booze. Yeah, so what? He's going to get sober and then go write some stuff, get successful, and then no, drink no, it no, all no, the way no, again? No, 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 no. Leaving Las Vegas, he was a successful writer who drank himself to like death, No. He wasn't successful anymore. Something had happened, and they don't ask why he drinks. See? So you're saying that the character that, that, that was in the woods... In Mandy. At the experienced beginning. Experienced that. Right. And then but you're escaped. Saying, we don't know really the backstory of that couple in the woods. Right, he could so have been a successful writer already. That's what I'm saying. You're saying he came into that as a successful yes. writer. Okay. So you're telling me the guy from Mandy was a writer? No. And then... Some gay-ass writer is going to go and take fucking super acid and go fight demons? Come on. Writers be taking acid. Yeah, but Nicolas Cage in that What about Hunter S. Thompson? When's the last time Hunter S. Thompson killed a bunch of demon bikers? You mean that dead guy? Yeah. He got got. Killed one. He got got. (laughs) He killed one. Oh, because he, you see, he was in the Hell's Angels, or he hung out with the Hell's Angels. Mm -hmm. And he also... uh, killed himself. Ate a gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It was pretty badass. Cagey, you know. Cool. Moving on. <laughs> now, last segment, we were just talking about my theory about Mandy and uh, leaving Las Vegas. If we just put a lot of strings together, really, see, you shot that down, Mike. Uh, but if we just put a lot, you had me watching. I was trying to do prep for the show. And outside in the, in the, in the office there, you, you had a video on about uh, skin theory for SpongeBob SquarePants. It was an hour and 10 minutes long. Uh-huh. How many views did it have, Mike? 5.3 million. How much is that worth, Mike? Over $30,000. Over $30,000. What are we doing with this? We, we need to just 
figure out tenuous connections to things in cartoons that really make here's all the answers to uh why the so the joke in the skin theory video is that there is a bunch of jokes where fish are wearing costumes in spongebob squarepants where fish are wearing other fish costumes yeah that's just a joke that one of the writers liked and they reused it a bunch because it's a kid's cartoon that is clearly what it was like when i talked to Mm. bob camp at comic-con he gave no shits about any of the gags in ren and stimpy that i actually cared about it's just the wizard's key in fucking uh the itchy and scratchy episode where homer plays poochie in the simpsons that's all this is all these videos like um somebody just thought it would be fun like i do you think samurai jack and the powerpuff girls actually take place in the same universe sure i mean you've seen that conspiracy you've seen that theory correct yeah yeah yeah. because some of the billboards are the same in the post-apocalypse after the you know what i mean it couldn't just be that you know somebody reused some art lazy or that's just they like it's just throwing an easter egg that's fucking look so here's the thing before they um decided they were going to do the infinity gauntlet they um the Infinity Gauntlet was in Odin's treasure chest in Thor 1, in the movies. Yeah, and then they had to go back and, like, wreck on that as, like... It's the wrong hand, or it was a stolen one or something. No, yeah. the, the, the chick, when uh, in 3, right, in Thor 3, fucking when uh, the, the Queen of Blades or whatever, uh-huh. the fucking Kerrigan-ass bitch, comes through, mm. and fucking, like, she actually sees the gauntlet and just goes fake, and then, like... Knocks it over. Yeah, but they had to go back and do that because it was a fucking Easter. Because people just make Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. But then somebody could just take that. If if, it, if people run with it online and it gets heat, people go, oh, they want to see that. And they can just do a story about it. Mm-hmm. But people just kind of like throw things into books all the time. You know what I mean? Well, here's the thing, though. I do think there is like a show Bible for SpongeBob that does go back to like season one back in like the late 90s, early 2000s. And... and you know, like, there is little things, like, I've seen in fan theories, like, uh, that uh, the Mrs. Puff, who owns the driving school, mm-hmm. like, a couple times, she's like, not again, I can't believe this is happening again, and it's like, it's, they've clearly set up, like, years and years and years of backstory of this woman being a negligent teacher who, like, you know, fails to do her job as a driving teacher and fucking causes... But that's also just a funny joke. hmm Like... Even without years and years of backstory, if the first time you see a character, it's literally always made me laugh in a slapstick comedy of any type. If a character, and it's not just in SpongeBob, it, they like if something happens to a character that's not a major character in the show, and then they just go, no, not again, it's always funny. It's just a little aside joke. Now I'm ruining children's cartoons. Because these sons of bitches made too much goddamn money, Mike. Or we could just go in and find every time that that happened in every little slapsticky bullshit cartoon. And c- connect them all and make a million dollars? Uh-huh. Hmm. I think we can make this Mandy leaving Las Vegas tenuous connection as well. Okay, but here's the thing. Neither one of those IPs is as popular as SpongeBob. That's very true. Okay. So we got to think of, we got to go, we got to reach bigger. But people right? love anything conspiratorial about Nicolas Cage. Remember when that whole thing about him being a vampire? Fucking. Oh, that one's true. He's a vampire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's see. who. What's the biggest IP in human history? Well, that's made the most money? Yes. 
I mean, probably Star Wars. Wrong. Think bigger. Marvel? Bigger. Mickey Mouse? Bigger. I don't know. I'm out of a... Jesus. Okay. Right? That's I mean, the... there's plenty of conspiracy theories about Jesus, bro. Right? I, I don't think... I, I, feel, I feel like religious YouTube doesn't do as well as cartoon conspiracy YouTube. Okay, but... But there's what cartoons if? about Jesus. Okay, but Veggie Tales. <laughs> what if we do the fucking what Veggie if, Tales deep dive? What if the Veggie Tales were all just stroke victims in a coma? Okay. Who became actual vegetables by Jesus powers? Okay. So like you know, like a modern science has turned you into ve- into a vegetable now. Now go Christ. ahead and be yeah, through Christ. Through Christ's humor. I will turn you into vegetables. Which is infinite like his love. You can have a second life as a vegetable. Okay. I like this theory. Yeah. Right? And then obviously it was stolen by Rick and Morty. When? Pickle Rick. Mm, that's true. Did so, we... Did so we... really Rick is a flawed Christ figure. Mm. Dude, I think we're doing it. I think this is going to make so much money. Okay. So let's somehow loop this back into Nicolas Cage because he's popular. He is popular. Okay, he's a vampire. Mm-hmm. He could go back to Jesus times. Mm-hmm. We don't know how old he is. And maybe Nicolas Cage and Luke Cage are brothers. Half brothers. Like Devon and Bubba Ray. No, they would be like four brothers with, and, uh, with Andre 3000 and Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> and then we could figure out two other Cage brothers. <laughs> Christian Cage? <laughs> he's uh, not as popular, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know who that one is. He's the wrestler. Okay, and uh, but you're getting different worlds involved, so I think that helps. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. And uh, let's have a roll cage in there. <laughs> Get the NASCAR fans. Yeah, and then they'll be into the Bible stuff we're already talking about. Right, right, this right. This is right. a great cartoon conspiracy right. theory. So it's Nicholas uh, Cage. Ben's gonna have a lot of work to do, <laughs> and uh, Ben, I know you're listening to me. Uh, don't think you're not supposed to be putting the images of all these cartoons and a fucking red line board behind me. Uh, Cause this better get fifty million fucking views, or you're fucking fired, dude. I would settle for the five point three million. Yeah, whatever. I'll take five point. If it gets five point three million, you're not fired. If it gets fifty million, you get a raise. And Harrington, I'll give you a raise too. Are you looking at hot chicks on TikTok again? No, I'm, I'm talking to Brian about BYM stuff. Okay, goodbye. But here's the thing. Here's the next. Here's the next conspiracy. And it'll be like, um, uh, so Nicolas Cage and Luke Cage and Christian Cage in this roll cage, right? Now, what do they all have in common? They've been in prison together. What's a good prison cartoon? I don't know. There aren't any prison cartoons, but it's cops fighting crime. Super jail? Time. Super jail. Holy shit, it's involved with super jail. And how do the co- criminals get into super jail? It's cops. Remember that cartoon, fighting crime in a su- future time? Nobody remembers that but me. It was pretty cool. They had a black guy as their boss. It was very progressive for the time. You remember that? No, you don't. Uh, so here's the thing. Uh, we, we, we combine that, and uh, Ben, you better be putting all these images on here and in the thumbnail, all of the things I say. And then that, then that goes, they go to Super Jail, and then all the cages are the cage brothers from Four Brothers that we were talking about. See, here's the thing. It's deeper and deeper in this weird You know world. who arrested them? Who? The SWAT cats. The SWAT cats. Oh, shit, the SWAT cats got fired by, from the cops, the citizens on patrol, whatever. No, that's the fucking police academy. Oh, my God, this is deeper than we thought, Mike. This conspiracy goes all the way to the 80s. Gutenberg. 
Hightower. Fuck. Michael Winslow was the world's first cyborg. He had a fucking robotic voice box. And they've been hiding that. The deep state's been hiding that from us forever. And they tried to reveal it in the Police Academy cartoon that had those cool action figures. But it didn't work out because Barnyard Commandos was more popular than them and it got canceled. We're through the looking glass here, Mike. I think we've covered all the bases. I think probably There's probably something else we should... We've got in the Marvel Universe, Hanna-Barbera with the SWAT cats, Super Jail, the Adult Swim people. Is there anything else we should get in there? Hmm, let's think. What else is popular and has a ton of fan theories about it online already? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like... I feel like the only thing we're missing from all of this IP... There's Pickle Rick's in there. SpongeBob SquarePants. And you know something? He must be the mastermind behind all of this. He must have powers. SpongeBob has fucking mental powers, and that's why we didn't even think of that. Even though that's where we started. We didn't even get back there. Yeah, it's like a blind spot. Yeah, it's almost like... it's not. And it, it, com- I'll tell you this right now. It's not like we were having just random thoughts and saying them for the last five minutes. This is a carefully constructed hundreds of hours of research watching every single cartoon high on all of the drugs, just like leaving Las Vegas. It's exactly like that, but sadder. And and more notepads. Way more. I got notes right here, bro. We're doing it. Look, there's not even a lot of papers left in this notepad because I'd be using it, dude. And they're just taped up all over my house. My house is mostly notepad paper. I use legal size notepads because I want to make sure that these people know I'm coming for them and they're going to jail. You know what I'm saying, Mike? They don't get away with this shit. I get it. This is this has been the Cartoon Conspiracy Hour. This is my new podcast. That's going to get five million views on YouTube. Moving on. <laughs> Mike, um, you texted me about the WNBA earlier, and I need you to tell me wh- what's going on with the WNBA. You said you, you have a. You said you have something. Some news about the WNBA. You're the sports guy on the show, admittedly. You're a sports analyst. Mm-hmm. And you're more of a combat sports analyst. But, so, w- w- you're saying that the WNBA, I don't think their top shots are selling very well. Yeah, I have no idea what a top shot is. I don't know how those things it's work. An and NFT, I think you though. are a fool forever buying an NFT. What do you mean? I made thousands of dollars. Okay. I don't know. It was kind of fun for two weeks. I mean, I'm sure it's, you know, I, God bless. Um, I don't understand NFTs. I don't get why it makes any sense. And I'll never buy one. I just refuse. Straight up. But um, my point I was going to make with this, with this WNBA thing, right? I was talking to Gordon Baker Bone, who's probably the only person I know as autistic about sports as I am, right? Mm -hmm. And he was telling me that there's girls in high school now who can dunk, right? Like, word, it used to be. Right, there would be like there was like one chick who dunked in the WNBA like is that, 10 is, years. Is that ago. what they always say like about the milk? You know, these just hormones in the milk, and mm-hmm. that's why bitches' titties be bigger. Sure. So now they could they changed they t- switched up the hormones so that these bitches could dunk. Maybe so the NBA can make more money in China. So the WNBA players now, right? Like there's apparently there's like six or seven players in the WNBA who can dunk, and there's what? like eight or ten players. I had no idea. Outside of the WNBA, playing in like international basketball leagues, high schools, and college who can dunk. So like we were- What? Yeah, we had this whole conversation, and I processed it. Like 
right now, right, it's 2021, the yeah. WNBA started in like the late 90s, uh-huh. right? So you think about the first like 20 years of the NBA and it was like, dude, like the 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 points leaders for a league would be like Jewish guys, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? We like, talked about it on the show a while back, like all the first guys inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame were like old Jews. Right. From before the league was integrated. And exact so it's like we're just hitting that point 20 years in now where like well, so get look so here's the thing is like right so it's like a lot of the guys in the NBA are like hood dudes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But they also kind of realize that the NBA is an option for them. Girls never had that. So there's potentially all the most talented female athletes just were thugged out chicks. Right. So it's like, you know, now you have these like six foot five chicks who are like, instead of just being freaks their entire life, they're like, oh, I'm definitely going to make money as a pro athlete if I keep my nose clean and work hard. Yeah. And here's the thing. If you're in the WNBA... Even if you're not making that much money, because they don't make that much money, right? I mean, they what's do the all top, right. What's the top salary? I mean, it's in the millions for sure. No way. Yes. Oh, uh, I mean, I guess they have t- they have national TV, right? Yeah, I mean, Candace Parker makes four point six million. Diana Taurasi uh, on 3.2. salary. Sue Bird two point eight three. Oh, okay. Brittany Griner two point three. And yeah. those are none of the bitches that can dunk. Those are those are I, one of them may might be able to dunk. I'm not sure, but think about how crazy that is. Uh huh. Seven players from five different NBA, WNBA teams will earn the WNBA Supermax salary as well. Huh. What is that? Uh, That's so where they get to go to prison and fuck the dudes? <laughs> no, Supermax means uh, like they have the, the rights to this player. Like They drafted this player. They've had him for longer than anybody else, so they can offer them more money than any other oh, team. Oh, so they can avoid the salary cap if you're loyal to a team. No. They're trying to build franchises and brands. Yeah, yeah. So you can go outside of the salary cap to overpay your top players, where other as teams, long as they've been there, yes, for a long enough time, where they're helping to build the brand. So basically, like if you have a top star, even in something like the WMEA in any market, it'll draw people in from that market and help establish the sport in the market. So mm-hmm. th- that's a way around their salary cap. Yes. Oh, that's actually. It's pretty smart. It's a pretty smart way to build a sports league. So the average uh, salary for a WNBA player... Wait, did a woman think of that? (laughs) Probably not. I mean, I think it was a men's thing from the the regular NBA. Mm. Um, But uh, yeah, so the league minimum is almost 60K a year. And the uh, average salary for a not bad. is over 120 grand a year. Yeah, that's, that sounds pretty great, actually. Right. So it's like, you know, I'm thinking, right, that we've moved from this point mm-hmm. where, you know, like I said, like the Jewish uh, uh, leading point scorers and rebounders to yeah. now the 70s Jesus, where you'd can have... you imagine a bunch of Jewish women trying to play professional basketball? That'd be hilarious. That's like legitimate. Like Rebecca Lobo was like the first captain of the New York Liberty, and I'm pretty sure she was Jewish. Huh. I'm, I'm saying, like, it, it is like a kind of a one-to-one comparison where it's like you just had these people who would play, you know. Yeah, the people who were playing, but it was never seen. Well, it's like I always said, um, the reason why women's boxing never, is just because of the way boxing is structured. Like, once Ronda Rousey was a star, women's MMA could be, like, once, like, now there's just, like, tons of young women martial artists because... Women who were freak athletes who maybe would play like high school sports and try to get a scholarship were then kind of like, holy shit, I can make $10 million. Right. You know what I mean? So now you have tons of that. Right. So, um, 
Yeah, so what I uh, what I'm saying is like I feel like we are about to hit a point with the WNBA where you know it's going to be like a it's going to be like a crossover and a staple because that talent is there and the product is accessible to people, right? And it's like I, I just think we as a culture will develop an appetite for this kind of basketball. So I think we should get in on the ground floor, okay. right, and just become like you know the the. There's not many WNBA a, a podcasts out there. A new, a new. Oh, you want to do a WNBA podcast? No, I'm not saying like a w, I'm, I'm just saying like there's not enough. Like I feel like if we became vocal, mm-hmm. diehard WNBA fans of a certain team, right? Death started, by Snoo Snoo. Right. Started rocking the jerseys and like going all out. We can. Fucking, we, don't, we don't have to go to the games though, right? I think it might be nice. Do we get press passes? We could probably get press passes. I'm saying we probably can get press passes. WNBA. And then if we... Like, what's a smaller market team than the New York Liberty that's nearby? I don't know. Does Philly have a WNBA team? Probably. What are they called? The Philly Slags? It's fucking Philly. What the fuck do they call them? Um, they have uh, Chicago Sky, uh, Phoenix, Washington <laughs> they Mystics. Call the, they call them the Philadelphia Cracks because of the Liberty Bell. See, because we got the Statue of Liberty, so they got to be the Philadelphia Cracks. Makes sense. They got the Charlotte Sting, Ooh. the Cleveland Rockers. Ooh, oh, because the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is there? I guess so. Or was that in Cincinnati? That's in it's Cleveland. It, it's in Cleveland. Okay. Cleveland Rocks, remember? Oh, the yeah, Drew yeah, Carey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, the Connecticut Sun. I'm pretty sure they play at Mohegan Sun. Ooh, that sounds good. That actually does that sound does, good. Yeah, that sounds way better than spending way too much money at the Garden. And they're, Do they play in the big Garden? They're legitimately number one in their league. Really? Yeah, they're on a 14-game winning streak. Mm. <sighs> Probably some kind of shaman at Casino. Something like that. Something. That probably can't be legal. If you can't oh, they went to the... Okay, so they went to the playoffs and they lost. But, um... Pretty hyped, dude. So they their first game back is at the Liberty on May 7th, but they're home Saturday, May 14th, 7 p.m. Well, we can go to the Liberty game. Working that night. Yeah, I'm working that night, too. But we could do... Just get somebody to switch with you, dude. That's nah, tougher than it's... How are we going to be these, w, these cool WNBA... We're going to look like such creeps if... I, we were the only two men in a WNBA game without a daughter. Okay, no. So and they were like, hey, uh, gay guys, where's your daughter? We're not going to be. We're not going to be because what we're going to do, we're going to make it a fucking goon squad gonna put meetup. Fake tits? We're going to No, we're going to do a goon squad meetup, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to let the WNBA know just how valuable the goon squad is, right? You're telling me I got to buy a bunch of tickets to a WNBA game now? Bro, they're a WNBA game at fucking Mohegan Sun. They're probably a dollar. Yeah, we should probably find out if we can get... Just you, you're pretty good at lying to people. Lie yeah. us, lie us into some tickets. Lie us into just a bunch of press passes. Just be like, hey, we'll get a bunch of fucking uh, no, give us a block of tickets, and we'll get a bunch of degenerate gamblers into your casino. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> like, hmm. <laughs> seems like a this seems like an email. Uh, Mike Harrington was born to write. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm saying if we. If we just become fucking like diehard WNBA fans, I feel like we can go places with this. Obviously, dude. Right. So I think the way to do it, right, just respect these athletes, um, you know, and like show the the same kind of appreciation we do that we, that we show them the same kind of appreciation we do for the men's game. Um, and we have to pick a favorite team. And my choice for favorite team is whoever this chick plays for. Whoa. How tall is that chick? Six Whoa. foot eight. That's a big ass apartment she got there. Yeah, it's a big ass. What's apartment. her name? She uh, got a big ass too. Uh huh. I would live in her ass. Uh, Liz Cambage. Oh. Six foot eight WNBA star. 
and there's no other information. We can't. How do we find out what team she's on? I hope it's the one with the casino. I mean, because uh, golly, Jesus, right? Six foot eight. Also, very funny that Derek has already liked this photo. Gonzalez, yeah, yeah, obviously. Come on now. <laughs> um, that's the but like yo, straight up. You notice how like, dude, hot whores. Yes. Go to fucking ba- like. Rainy. Do they? I feel like you know where there's a lot of hot chicks. Uh, mm-hmm. If you go to bull riding, sure. I'm just throwing that out there. Bullfighting too, I'm sure. Oh yeah, Brian chicks like dumb ju- dudes. But fucking, yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, fucking. Oh my god, he almost died for no reason, fucking with a bull. I'll suck his dick. Right. But here's the thing: after you fucking ride a bull, your balls must like. I know how bad my balls smell after I ride my bike here. Mm-hmm. Like after you ride a bull professionally, <laughs> your balls must smell. Something rank, dog. Bro, it's like, yeah, dog. They're in the game. Um, so these fucking. So what I'm saying is, like, you know, that what, what made me process this. Rainy pointed out, right, that that fucking chick, Mike Rainy, Mike Rainy, yeah. Uh, remember that chick with like the huge titties used to run on the field in the '80s and like kiss baseball players while they yes. were batting. I'm just saying, right? Like, it's gonna. Oh, if we do that, that's called rape, you idiot. No. No, it's, it's fucking funny equality. When, look, we've talked about this on the show before. We're not going to go rape when these When girls do something rapey to a guy, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's adorable. It's a cute story. Mm-hmm. If we do the same thing to women, it is a crime, no, Mike. If we just show up. There's a double standard, and it's a good thing. If we show up to a WNBA game, and we're just like, hey, what's up, honey? Nice games, number seven. And just start catcalling these yeah. broads. They'll beat us up. What? Did you see how huge that bitch Death by Snoo Snoo? Put your hands on me, this lady. This is the real cartoon conspiracy. Death by Snoo Snoo. Good. I want that lady to put her hands on me. I don't care how. That's true. Mm-hmm. I guess we're W. I mean, look, we probably need some Olympics music for this, Mike. All right. Let's see here. My bad. Yeah. I, this is crazy. Turn it down a little. This is... This is the music they played at the Olympics. This is the Winter Olympics. Yes, the Winter Olympics and the movie League of Our Own. That's true. So basically, uh, uh, so because men's basketball is in the Summer Olympics. Yes. Women's basketball should be in the Winter Olympics because this way their nipples are hard. You know, I, I, your, your logic is flawless there, I and that must perfect. be the way that it is. So, so this is part of our Winter Olympics update then? Yeah, this is part of... Did the Olympics start yet? The Winter Olympics? Yeah. Mm, yes. It is the winter. No. I don't think so. All right. Well, this is... Uh, I guess this whole thing has been our Olympics update for the week. Uh, Yeah. And we're going to go to a WNBA game at Mohegan Sun. Yes. Okay. Can, all right. They, they, they have full poker tables now, right? Yes. This sounds such a good idea. And that chick's on the team. Probably. Probably. But there's also probably a hot chick on there. At least one. At least one. Death by Snoo Snoo. Moving on. Let's talk about the fine people over at YoDelta.com. You know who YoDelta is, right? Oh, of course. They provide you with quality Delta 8 THC products, uh, vape cartridges, gummies, you name it. And you go to YoDelta.com, use the promo code GAS, you're going to get 25% off your order. Now, I'm going to tell you this right now. I love the Delta 8 THC gummies that they sell at YoDelta.com. And here's the thing about those gummies. If you're in a, uh, a place where regular THC might be 
illegal, chances are you can look it up online if Delta-8 THC happens to be legal there, because in a lot of places, it is completely legal, and it gets you high. It gets you very high. It's very nice. Delta-8 THC is made from high-quality hemp flour, uh, pressed down. They make these gummies. They make the vape cartridges at YoDelta.com. Promo code's GAS. You're going to get 25% off your order with that promo code. That's YoDelta.com. Promo code GAS. Moving on. Let's talk about our boy, Andrew Cuomo, over here. This motherfucker, Andrew Cuomo, over here. I, he, he did it, Mike. The Teflon Don, baby. Oh? He got off on all of the charges. What? All of the... They dropped the groping charges on Cuomo. Wait, there was charges? Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you this right now. I think the Italian defense just worked. You could just grab fucking pussies if you're Italian. It's a culture. I call it shucking clams. Put a little bit, bake these clams. Fuck it. I'm telling you this right now. I'm grabbing all of the girls' vaginas in, that work in the office. And what is anybody going to do about it? Nothing. What are you going to do? Hit me? I'll press charges on you. That's illegal. You know it's not illegal? Being Italian and groping women. Thanks to Andrew Cuomo. He set a legal precedent. I remember when he was in that press conference and he said, I'm a lawyer too. Legal precedent's been set. Italians allowed to rape women. Thank you, Andrew Cuomo. You're a true hero for all of the Italians. I sent you the post article. It's very funny. It's, it's a very funny what, article. What, the look on his face in this article? It, first of all, in that one where he looks very sad. But then, like, what the actual exhibits are for the, uh, for the trial... Uh-huh. If you start scrolling down, and so the exhibits that they give for so first of all, here's there's a great um, there's a great it's a picture of him. With it's the just chick. a picture of him with the chick that accused him of groping. Uh-huh. Uh, also pretty hot. It's like exhibit three. It's just like it seems like it's just like hey look, I talk to hot chicks. Check out all these examples. <laughs> it's like all that happened. Like roll, keep scrolling down. I talk to many beautiful Look at women. all these. That's my favorite one. Scroll back up. Scroll back. Oh, no. This one's good because he looks real creepy. But then this one where he's like, <laughs> I'm going to fuck these broads. Ah! <laughs> Look at him. I'm fucking both of these chicks. <laughs> he looks like he is coked out of his face at the AVN Awards. Like, mm-hmm. it's so goddamn funny. <sighs> it's great. Keep going. That's exhibit 11. They showed 11 of these photos of just him taking pictures with... Oh, that's the end of it. This quote is great, though, uh, from the DA's office. While many have an opinion regarding the allegations against the former governor, the Albany County DA's office is the only one who has a burden to prove the elements of a crime beyond a reasonable doubt. While we found the complaint in this case cooperative and credible, after review of all of the available evidence, we have concluded that we cannot meet our burden at trial. Uh... While many have an opinion regarding the allegations is my favorite part of the fact that they had to put this statement out. Like, look, we all know this fucking Ginzo did this. It's just kind of she doesn't really remember where all the things are, and it's going to be a fucking problem. It's going to be a mess in court. She's going to get drunk. She's going to throw something. Have you ever seen Italians when they try to close down a book? Have you ever seen a DV at a wedding hall in Queens? It's going to be a fucking issue if we bring this into a courthouse. Someone's getting fucking stabbed. Mm-hmm. 
Someone is going to get hit in the face with a high heel. We can't put our bailiffs at risk. The Albany County DA cannot do this. Not worth it. It's not worth it. He's already out of office. He's out of office. So that's what it was. He just traded the governorship for like probably legal clemency. Upset. Yeah, I mean probably. That's what everybody does. Pretty sick. It's pretty, but he's also not even getting in trouble for the fucking uh, oh, killing all those old ladies. Hmm. He was like, "Get him out of here. We got to get the ratios better." These fundraisers are full of these old hags. Send them over some free blankets. Rub them with Chinese people like in that South Park. I heard that works. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Cuomo, Scott Free, he's the new John Gotti. All right, so hear me out. We're going to make all these old people sick. And then... Their grandkids are going to be sad. They're going to need a shoulder to cry on. Yeah, and they're going to need a grandfatherly figure. <laughs> Maybe a nipple-ringed macho one. Somebody who waxes his car in a t-shirt. Ooh, I didn't say Cuomo-sexual. This whore did. Yeah. Well, you just say Cuomo-sexual. I mean, shit. You know, they call me, I'm, you heard of bisexual. I'm trisexual. I'll try anything once. <laughs> he definitely seems like the guy who makes that joke, right? With his tongue out, playing with his nipple rings? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, even his fucking roidhead brother's like, Drew, shut up. Calm down. We had that in the bag. And then he's like, they're all sluts anyway. All right, Chrissy? And he's like, well, if they were sluts, they'd be banging us, Andrew. That's What are you talking about? You keep fucking screwing the pooch on this. He's like, look, when I'm governor, they'll fuck me. They'll fuck me, all right. Or I'll send them all to jail. I'll kill their <laughs> grandparents. They'll fuck me all right. Oh, I'm glad we never have to talk about this again. It's over now. Is he's it? Gonna, I think he's going to fade from public eye. I mean, you know, he's Unless a, he gets in trouble for something else again. New York Times bestseller. Those guys don't just go away. <laughs> I would love to see how many New York Times bestsellers never did anything of note again. That would be a fucking fantastic thing to look into. One hit wonders on the New York Times bestseller. I bet list. it's most. Yeah. I mean, any fucking book of poetry. You're not coming out with a second one. Once you get that first book advance, just heroin right in the fucking arm. Okay. How many one hit wonders? There's no way that it's going to be on there. I mean, other than Salmon. I mean, what it would catch her in the rye, dude. J.D. Salinger. There's one. Salman Rushdie, right? He's only got that one book people give a shit about. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's no way you're going to be able to find that. Oh, eight authors who wrote books that were one-hit wonders. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I mean, one of them's going to be the Tiny Little Pieces guy, right? No, nah, he had a sequel. Yeah? Yeah. But yeah, but didn't it not sell? No, nah, it did well. Dude, that is the book I've seen the most just in the street. That and Tina Fey's biography. <laughs> Autobiography. It's like just like the book I've seen in like a pile of books in front of you know how like people like leave books out for other people? Yeah. I always notice Tina Fey's biography and then that one. It's pretty funny. I don't know why I got here, but let's move on. I was gonna say I found an Elon Musk book. In the street? Oh yeah. He wrote it? Yeah. Elon Musk wrote a book? Maybe it was a biography about him. I don't know. There's so many fucking dickheads, like the guy who founded Reddit wrote a book and somebody left it at my house and was like couple hundred pages i like read some of it and i was like this fucking sucks i don't want to read about your stupid like there's a lot of like businessmen there's i told you i've been going through these old fucking um shark tanks uh-huh there was a business that was making good money of just a guy who was a professional ghost writer who would go to ceos of companies and convince them to pay him money to publish their book like write and publish their book 
And he would make tons of money off these rich idiots who just wanted to have 500 copies of a book with their face on it and give it out to people because mm-hmm. they're fucking vain assholes. That's pretty sick, honestly. That's a pretty sick gig. Oh, the gig. That's a good scam. That's a good hustle that that guy came up with. Yeah, just be like, look, I'm going to go to people who have $100 million and tons of disposable income and just stroke their ego and get $2 million out of it. Yeah, pretty sweet. Pretty dope. All right, let's move on. Um, so this is a crazy. We talked about we talked about the coup in Myanmar. Myanmar, yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently last year was a high amount of coups. Uh, in the world, according to the Washington Post, there were four, six, at least, this is such a weird thing. So they have this thing where it's like, they say there's four, at least four successful military coups. Like, it seems like you would just know if there was a successful well, military coup in any country in the world. Let's just check in It's not in, in on, Atlantis. Let's just check in on KuCast. Oh, yeah. See if they've updated? Yeah. Um, but... You, yeah, but you'd think... They haven't updated it since August of 2021. I think what so, is the point of this? Yes, yeah, somebody definitely lost interest in their project, all right? <laughs> um, they thought, they were like, this is going to be great. Then they heard that we talked about it. They were like, oh, all right, we'll update it one more time. And then they just never did it. So the Sudan, this is the funniest one. Uh, Prime Minister Abdallah Hamdak announces his resignation Sunday evening more than two months after a coup following a deadly crackdown on protesters. So this motherfucker orchestrated a coup, and then what they did was they cut, the UN cut off all the aid to the Sudan, and he didn't realize that without the aid coming into the Sudan, they can't really run the Sudan. Yeah? So he had to, he had to stop being the prime minister. Imagine taking over a country, and then you're just fucked. Like you're, like, you're like, it's a country. We'll figure it out. And then a couple months in, two months in, after you take over the country, you're like, I didn't realize we didn't really do anything in the Sudan. <laughs> uh, I mean, we all had jobs, so we figured everybody had jobs. No. Turns out it was just us just, the whole time. Just, That's what they were protesting. Dog, just make jobs then. It's that simple. Look up what you just Magneto Gorsk. Yeah, right. <laughs> Look up what the uh, chief export in the Sudan is. Because I'm fucking curious. I, like, what are their jobs? Gold. That's it? Yeah, their chief export is gold. You can't 70% fi- of total exports, 25% livestock. You can't figure that out? Mine the gold with guns. You're the military. What? Just shoot the gold out of the fucking mines. If you don't know how to mine gold, just shoot it. Okay. This is sound logic. I, I can't argue with it yeah. somehow. You, you, I mean, you telling me you can't mine gold with fucking bullets? Uh, no, personally, me, I cannot. That's alchemy. That's modern day, al- modern day alchemy. Because you're using the lead turning and turning it into gold. gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got It's you. fucking good stuff right there. Smart. It's fucking quality. That's you're a fucking, on top of your that's game. That's high level satire for the people listening at home. All right? Okay. I mean, I'm just saying. All right, I'm just, look, Myanmar had a coup. There's four coups. I'm just saying, look, if you're, if you, look. Day one, right? The fucking Chris and Mike coup. So you're saying you're going to do better than uh, 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 Prime Minister uh, Abdallah Hamdak, who actually succeeded. Let's watch the video. Pull it up. Guess what? I'm lasting more than three months. He lasted only two months. You're saying you're going to do you're going to do 50% more and then a little bit more than that? You think you get hit four months? You can do four months as Prime Minister of Sudan. 
Yes. A country notorious for coups. I said three months, but yeah, I could definitely do four. You think you, you said you're gonna last more than three months? Yeah. So the next number up is four months. Yeah, I could do four months. You think you'll last, you'll last as yes. the prime minister, a white guy, as the prime yes. minister of the Sudan? Yes. Let's watch the video of uh, uh, Minister Abdallah here. I don't see. Okay. It's, on, it's in the article I sent you. All right. Hold on. Pulling up the video part now. <laughs> Oh, speaking English. That's the pussiest way I've ever seen you quit a job. I decided to announce my resignation at the beginning of it. Really? The pussiest way to quit a job wasn't running for a plane to get out of Afghanistan? That's true. Paving the way for another man or woman from the people of our generous country. He's like, turns out, I don't know what I'm doing. All right. You, you turn this off. So this happened. Obviously, Afghanistan happened. The Myanmar one that we talked about, they're saying that there was an attempted military coup in Niger. Four out of the five coups happened in Africa. Well, I guess they're not actually counting Afghanistan as a coup then. You know what I mean? Because the government actually did just leave, right? Uh, yeah. Um... Oh, Sudan was the only military coup in a year unusually full of them. According to data compiled by the University of Central Florida and the University of Kentucky, there were at least five successful coups in 2021, as well as one attempted military takeover in Niger. Uh, that's more successful coups than in all five years combined, in all previous five years combined, and a record for the 21st century. Military takeover in Myanmar, then in Mali, then in Guinea. Then in Sudan, uh, Chad saw what uh, critics dubbed a dynastic coup in April after the battlefield death of the president. That seems... what The president's still going... What the fuck are they doing? Well, but also, like, in Afghanistan... That's got to be the only country where the president's still fighting in the army. Nah, nah. Like, the Prince of Jordan fucking flies that plane. You remember? That was, like, a whole thing. Oh, yeah, The crown yeah. prince of and Jordan. And actually, didn't... Uh... Prince William, oh, technically he's not, you know, he's the president of the country or whatever. But didn't he, uh, he was in the Royal Air Force for a minute, no? Yeah, yeah, I think that's where he developed the uh, inability to sweat is when he was over in Afghanistan. No, that's the other, that's Prince Andrew. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, he was over, yeah, he was, he, he did that on a sheik's yacht somewhere. He really built up a tolerance to the heat. Sick. Um, yeah, so I'm thinking in Afghanistan it was just the thing where, like, they just threw the oppressors out. They don't consider that a coup as much as, like, they... Like, you know, just won a civil war. Oh, I, yeah, because I guess it was a civil war. It wasn't like a sudden coup. Right, it wasn't like, you know, just something popped up and like a new thing that didn't exist overthrew mm. the government. It's like, you know, the U.S. went in, knocked out. The U.S. had a, like, their coup of Afghanistan finally failed this year. Mm. So, yeah, in Burma, yeah, oh, well, this is, uh, which is Myanmar, the United States attempted the attack committed by the Burmese military in Kaya and Karen states, which killed at least 35. So that we thought that was all over with, and they were stable over there after they just took it over. But uh, turns out, nope. Myanmar fucked. It's a lot of coups going on, Mike. How do we get in on the coup game? I want to fucking, I want to back a military coup financially in another country. 
Okay. How do we do that? Or, or we could just, just go to another. We don't, we don't fuck financial. We just go there and do it. You, you think me and you are going to go to another country? You really, you really are overconfident in yourself. Why? I, first of all, you were going to do better than the fucking military general at running the Sudan. Yes. Dude, easily. Easily. I don't know, man. The Sudan, just Google, Google News right now, Sudan. Okay. And let's see what kind of chicanery is going on today in the Sudan. Okay. Google. I bet it's nothing nice. It's UN starts talks in Sudan to resolve post-coup crisis. Okay. Sudan anti-coup protest turned deadly. Now, <laughs> look at that. Seems uh-huh. like something's turning deadly. Seems like one thing happened and then it turned deadly. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, you know what they wouldn't be doing? Killing you? Protesting the coup. You know what they would be doing? Industrializing the Sudan. How would you, indu- what, what would you bring to the Sudan to industrialize? I don't know. Just keep throwing bodies at projects like fucking Russia did. Yeah, that worked out for them. A hundred percent it did. They became a world power again. Mm. They industrialized. They went from fucking agriculture. You need oligarchs. You need somebody to come in with money. I don't think the Sudan has potential oligarchs. They got gold in the ground. They have gold in the ground. You need somebody to come get the gold out of the ground. Okay. Keep throwing bodies at it. I suppose. Basically what happened in Russia is a bunch of people stole a bunch of shit and then invested the money that they stole back into the country to become richer and richer with a cycle of fucking developed resources. Okay, so... We'll How just, are you going to do that in the Sudan, Mike? Well, we start by industrializing. You keep saying industrialize. Yeah. I don't think you really know what industrialize means, Mike. Yeah, we're build big-ass factories. We're going to build textile factories like yeah. in Britain in the 1800s? Yeah. Yeah? These guys are all going to make sweatpants and shit? Well, look, all right, so jobs are leaving China. Okay. Right? They're going You're going to gonna catch them. Yeah, they're going to other In fucking, Sudanese fishing nets. They're going to other smaller, like you know, what's uh, the second Asian export? Markets. What's the second biggest export of the Sudan? Uh, agriculture. What agriculture? Mm-hmm. Yams. I don't know. Yucca. What are they growing in the Sudan? I just assume it's yams. Uh, uh, livestock. Really? Livestock, yeah. Cattle and shit. Other than crude oil, Arabic gum, and cotton. Their main import partner is China. They're getting 70% of their stuff imported from China. All right? First well, things obviously, first, that's everybody's main import Okay. Part. First things first, massive tariffs on every Chinese product that really, comes just, in. Really? You're just doing the Trump playbook in the Sudan? Yes. Okay. You 100%. Think? We're putting a, a bunch of tariffs on fucking China. We're going to build a wall to- with Mali, which is, I assume, something that borders the Sudan, and you're going to make Mali build it. We are, no, 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 don't go crazy there, because it's not like fucking the Sudan is dealing with some kind of massive immigration problem, right? Uh-huh. We're just going to make Sudan great again, right? We're going to, okay. you know, make stop. Make Sudan great again. We're going to stop this reliance on China, uh-huh. and we're going to industrialize. We're okay. going to start doing these things for ourselves, and yeah, we are going to build textile factories and other factories that make goods, and we're going to take these jobs from American companies that but n- are but not tired a, of but shipping not them out to China. No, you're not going to build a wall. No, that's it. That China's known for the Great Wall. We're doing not. China oh, you're moving stuff away from China. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. That plan right there. Uh-huh. People ain't going to have time to protest. They're working in factories. Well, they also border Kenya. Isn't Kenya the most? Uh, I, I I looked up a map real quick. Uh, I don't want people to think I just knew that. Uh, uh, so doesn't Kenya have like a? Isn't that the most industrialized nation in Africa? Kenya? No, oh, I think it's, it's South Sudan. That's a different place. Huh? Then there's Ethiopia's right there. I think you're fucked, man. I don't know. What are you, you going to trade with those guys? 
South Sudan, they got crude oil and gold. We got gold. I mean, it seems like you should probably team up. One, a unified Sudan <laughs> under Mike Harrington? Okay, so first order of business. We're unifying the Sudans. Okay, that's okay. probably a good idea. It's always, it's always worked in Korea, uh-huh. uh, in China. We yeah. talked about it a few weeks ago. It's always worked everywhere, dude. Yeah. Unify. Pakistan, that worked out. There's not two countries called Pakistan and Bangladesh anymore. Or India. Yeah, or India. Yeah, no, it's all, it, it always works when you reunify two countries that are uh-huh. split, together, split apart. Yeah, so we're going to go there. We're going to take over South Sudan, right? Just bring them back into the fold. We're just going to bring them back into the fold. Do, using diplomacy? Yeah. Who's the president of the South Sudan? Me. Well, not yet. <laughs> We're just outlining your campaign. Okay. Well, I don't know. I, don't I like know. when we get geopolitical on the show. You know. Mm-hmm. Look, we got to do something. I saw. I heard saw something about you could become the king of some island in Britain. Okay. You'd start there. Maybe you run that island. Salva Kiir Mayadar is the leader of South Sudan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that guy's gonna fuck you up. He's wearing a pimp hat in his United Nations photo. Nah, dog. he looks like Rudy Ray Moore. Nah, I'd take him out. That guy's gonna fuck you up, Mike. Okay, all right. Let's pull that pump back the brakes up. On that. Oh, he's gonna fuck me up? Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Come on now. This guy's that, probably never been in a fight in his life. That dude looks like fucking every guy in every black exploitation movie. Agreed. Those guys usually get killed in those movies. No. What First of all, he's dude? wearing a cowboy hat a yeah. lot, which is pretty fucking. He's from cool. the South Sudan, so he's gotta wear a cowboy hat because <laughs> he's true. a southern boy. It's true. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good old boy. He's a good old boy from South Sudan. Yeah. That's... Oh, Jesus. That's fucking funny. I mean, look at this cross-eyed bitch. You kidding me? I would smack this shit out of him. Oh, that's his vice president. Yeah, it's his vice president. Good, I'd fuck <laughs> You him. don't want to be the vice president of South Sudan like a fucking loser. What a bitch. What a tubby, yeah. gap-toothed bitch. Yeah, what a... F- Dude, that's... I mean, really, you got to move your way up the card in the Sudan, Mike. You got to fight a couple of vice presidents <laughs> before you start going for full-on coups in Africa, Mike. I'm just saying, right? We take all the military, all these people who are protesting about the coup being done, and we say, look, got something else for you to worry about. These fucking oh, you're dirty escape- Southerners. You're going to scapegoat the South Sudan? You're going to... Oh, the South Sudan shall rise again, Mike. I don't know. Look, I'm just saying, right? You know, we're up here with class and sophistication in North Sudan. Dude, you got I, these fucking backward yokel hillbilly Southern Sudan people making us look bad. Just as a side note, I hope that all the ghosts of the dead people who said the South shall rise again are still floating around, realizing the South never rose again. I just, I just hope that is happening. Well, not yet. Oh, you think it's gonna happen? One way or another. Fair enough. Here enough. But so, all right, you're going to take over South Sudan mm-hmm. and Sudan, right? And yeah. then, then, then we're going to industrialize. Then, you keep saying industrialize, Mike. I yeah. don't think so. W- what industry do you think the Sudan needs that's really going to set them apart from the rest of Africa? I'm telling you, become an emerging gonna, market, right? Yeah, that's we're right. gonna we're gonna turn we're gonna turn the sports, Sudan probably start maybe some cannabis dispensaries in a sports book. No, Sudan and South Sudan. So yeah, you we create them probably create probably be Africa's. Okay. Uh, foremost kratom exporter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just gonna shit on this whole plan, huh? No, what we're I gonna do? I think that's a fine industry. What we're gonna do? Yes, we are first. Delta foremost, eight. First and foremost, we're gonna have open borders so that anybody who wants to run, um, you between, know, like a bookmaking operation between the Sudan and South Sudan. Well, no, yes, yes, of course. But I'm saying the, the one unified Sudan now, right? But I mean, we're going to, you know, like we're gonna become a hub. So like any dark web purchases you want to make, any. Kind I love of- how you just say word. The words that you <laughs> you're saying that think make you sound smart are so low low level <laughs> smart sound words. You know what I mean? You just, just like said smart sound words. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm an everyman. All right. <laughs> 
But, but look, you're just like you're like it's gonna be a hub for industrialization, whatever, dude. <laughs> These are all fucking words that I've heard politicians say at some point. Okay, I'm sorry. I think I'm making a great case for being the next leader of Sudan and South and Sudan. South Sudan. Wait, yeah. When's the last time any president of the Sudan was like, yeah, we're gonna reunify? I mean, you can look that up right now. Because I now I'm kind of curious. When's the last time they tried to reunify the the Sudans? Uh, all right, let's see. July 9th, after decades of civil war and a loss of more than two million lives, uh, 2017. <laughs> South Sudan became the world's newest nation. That's one Olympics ago. <laughs> Look, they had their four years. All right, now it's time. We're, st- we're done playing games. College is over, boys. Time to come home. You think it's a rumspringer situation? Yes. <laughs> yes, and that's why there's, there, there was a coup needed and all kinds of other things in the first place, right? Because they just let things get out of hand. They let the South get a little too rowdy. got to go no, in nothing, there. Nothing unifies two African nations like a white guy without sleeves. <laughs> right? It's called the Matt Marin Offensive. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's <laughs> Hogan could do it, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, who, Rocky. Rocky could probably bring two African nations together. Really, any white man without sleeves. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just uh, uh, Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Any, any, um, Kid Rock, Tiger King. Um. Yeah, but dude. So if we if we become a place where you come, fucking, you can, you know, run your Bitcoin mining and and do whatever kind of dark well, here's web. The, here's, trading. The, here's the thing: to run Bitcoin mining, because I know you're just saying other words that you think sound smart. You need a lot of uh, infrastructure because you need a lot of power. Mm. What do you, so what, so what you know what that sounds like? Huh? Sounds like a nation that needs to be industrialized. <laughs> Now, you're telling me you're going to build... Do they have geothermal power, perhaps? And that's what Ecuador is doing. They don't yet. They're going to. You, is it a good place for geothermal power? Because not every place in the world will is Will make it a good place for right. geothermal power. Because they say there's a, there's a spot in, like, I want to say somewhere in Scandinavia, mm-hmm. that they know that the geothermal power that they could pull from it would be enough to power the entire Earth, but it's just the matter of running all of that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. I think I heard that at some point. I'm just going to go with it as a fact. Somebody listening is like, Chris, you're very dumb as you call Mike dumb. Like, there's somebody listening going, Chris needs Mike to be his producer so that he won't fact check him on these things after shitting on his industrialization idea. All right, dude. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of reports about geothermalization in, in Scandinavia. I don't know what any of it means. Just pull, pull, just pull up the first page of Google. I'll just pull up the... Uh, Seems like I'm probably right, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at that. Oh, there's a bunch of numbers there. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is a whole chart. I definitely read that chart at some point, I'm sure. Whatever that means. Hell yeah, dude. You said it already. All right, so look, we've got a lot. You sure you don't want to start with this smaller country? There's a, somebody put in the Discord, uh, uh, there's an island that you could just become the king of if you're willing to run the inn on the island. That seems like more of a starter country for you before you take over the Sudan, Mike. That really doesn't feel like a very kingly job. Just running an inn? A small British island is looking for someone to run its pub and serve as king. It's in quotation marks, the word king. You get a crown, and they pour beer on your head. For real? Yeah. For real? Yeah. Look, it's in the article. Why are you not running for this? 
I feel like I don't, I can't deal with the isolation. You have to live on that island all year. Although you can walk to the island uh, when there's a uh, uh, low tide. This seems like a good starter kingdom for you. You run the inn, you serve some beers, and then you can do this. You have to isolate for uh, the entire off season, which is eight months. You have to live there and maintain the island, and then four months of the year you're off. Four months of the year you're actually working. Oh. And then the rest of the, time, of the year, yeah, just, it's just it's just the shining in a nicer place. You're just making sure that like the place is is in tip top shape throughout the, the winter. Blood's coming out of the elevators, all sorts of shit. Right. Okay. You don't think this is a good starter country for you, and then you move up to the Sudan. Could work. King of this small British Isle. So they are officially going to make me a king. Yes, mm-hmm. and then you can go to the Sudan. And you'll have, like, some credits. You know what I mean? They'll be like, like, who do you think you are trying to fucking run the Sudan? And you'll be like, I mean, I was the king of this place. I'm the king of Peel. Yeah. I'm the king of Peel. Okay, but here's the problem now, right? And they're going to be like, key and Peel? And you'll be like, yeah, sure. Okay, here's the problem, right? I go, recognition. I'm going to the Sudan right now, uh-huh. right? As the producer of a podcast that gets 7 billion listens a That's week. pretty good, yeah. Right? Right? Every single member. To be fair, though, the only country that we have zero listeners in is the Sudan. That doesn't make sense. The math doesn't check out. Yeah, it does. Okay. Well, fuck. I could have sworn we had like 100,000 or 200,000 listeners no. in the Sudan. So not I was a, thinking. Not a single listen ever. Okay. Well, they, thank don't God, have any, they don't have any internet because they need to be industrialized. Thank God every single person in the South Sudan listens to this That's show. Every single person right. in the okay. South Sudan. So they already know. And it's going to start leaking over the border like in whispers. Kind of like how that Scorpion song, Winds of Change, helped mm. tear down the Berlin Wall. Um, that's true right it's gonna be like that right it's gonna be like a fucking like a like a just a whispers campaign you should flyer the sudan yeah dude you know what i mean yeah just drop in oh here's what i'll do right do you think they have computers there because we could just fly over probably not we could fly over with a bunch of thumb drives that has this episode what do you think they have what can we record it on that they'd be able to play it cds cassettes can we even get cassettes to we have to we're gonna have to get somebody to put this entire thing on viewmaster and said, "It's all they have." Viewmaster, meaning the, the like, the, the chung, chung, chung. The, you're talking somebody's the, gonna have to transcribe the entire episode. Like the red goggles you wear, and <laughs> yeah. then press the. That's their chief form of entertainment <laughs> in the Sudan. Is uh, chung, chung. It's just it's just the viewmaster. Mm. Yeah, this is why they need me as their leader. Yeah, I mean they need to industrialize. Clearly, I mean they do have uh, great plastics, but Sudan than, and so they still they have the world's. Only remaining celluloid factory to make all those little discs. The sedan needs to industrialize. That's it's, a- it's absolutely true. You know what? You've turned me around, Mike. You you should industrialize the Sudan. You're gonna do it. You start as the king of Peel, which sounds like he and Peel, which I think will play in the Sudan because they're black, um, which I guess is racist. I don't know, but I think we can move on. Okay. All right, Chris. We got time for one more story. Make it a good one. Um, well, I guess we should, you know, we, we said our, our, our New Year's resolution was going to be that we were going to get a, a, an FM morning zoo radio show, mm-hmm. and we cut that one demo, and then we both got COVID, mm-hmm. so I feel like Mikey and the Goon, we should maybe do another Mikey and the Goon. Okay, I mean, I don't like it. 
Why? Uh, mainly because you keep calling me Mikey, right? But I, it's just it's for it's a bit. I, I get that it's for the bit for the for the FM radio show, and we you know yeah we need to get this demo. That last one was like I, I people told me it was kind of a bummer. It involved a child getting murdered. Well, and yeah, you're. I mean, then we also did one in in Russian, which didn't make any sense to me. That wasn't Mikey and the Goon. That oh, was right. one that of was our the affiliate show. That was the Goon Log. That was one right. of our that wasn't even us. That was a Russian people that were doing impressions of us. They, no, they weren't doing impressions of us. It's like when they translate Breaking Bad into fucking Indian or whatever, into Farsi and they aired in India. It's like the show is so big that they make different versions of it. So they had they did Goon Log. And then those guys did really good impressions of us in English, which was uncanny and crazy. It was interesting. But no, so what we have to do uh, Mikey and the Goon is our it's gonna this is is this is gonna be it for us like we could stop doing the podcast we'll be on terrestrial radio five days a week major markets all across the country probably make a couple million dollars a year mike between this and our cartoon conspiracy video it's gonna be fucking golden you know what i mean Mm -hmm. okay you know what i um, do you have a story and we'll just do it we'll do the same thing mikey and the goon in the morning and we'll go into the story is that cool uh right yeah sure let's go here all right fine you have a good story you have <laughs> a good story pulled this. up gotta get into this okay all right i'll say moving on we'll get right into it our morning zoo radio show mikey and the goon on wgas it's a gas moving on hey hey hey! here's the goon here we're, we're here with mikey and the goon at wgas your home for comedy talk in the morning it's W-G-A-S. It's a g- g- gas. Gas digital. Yeah. Hey, Mikey. How you doing over there in the booth? Oh, I'm doing great here, Chris. I got to hit you with a hot one. So check this out. An Irishman whose girlfriend was drugged, raped, and beheaded before her body was found strung upside down from the tree in India has blasted the country's legal system after her alleged killers were freed on bail. Wait a second. You're saying this lady went to India. What did she go there for? A uh, little Eat, bit of- pray, murder? <laughs> <laughs> Live life. Laugh, love getting your head cut off. <laughs> Used to live, laugh, and love. So now this is an Irish lass, right? She's like, she went was from, an Irish lass. What? This was an Irish lass who went from good old Ireland over to India. What? What? What made her go over to India, Mike? Oh uh, yeah, that was it. She was just trying to discover herself, and I guess she discovered some men with a machete. Oh my God! I wonder how that felt. First of all, if I was her husband, I'd wonder why she was around all those strange men in a strange land. Wasn't her uh, wasn't her husband, it was her boyfriend, 42 years old, dating a 33-year-old had to go find herself. Oh, maybe he should have found the clitoris, all right, Mikey? <laughs> <laughs> maybe he should have found the job other than professional DJ. Oh, my God, a professional DJ coming for our jobs. <laughs> oh, man, if only my girlfriend would go to a foreign country and be murdered, maybe I'll get some sleep. <laughs> I get to sleep in on Sunday. I won't have to go to Ikea or Bed Bath & Beyond or some shit like that. I, oh, God, I hope you dump that out. <laughs> Mikey and the Goon in the morning. Uh, WGAS, that's a good, good, good gas. Uh, the pair identified as Umash and Udana were freed until a trial date could be set potentially for next year, despite being charged with first-degree murder and rape. 
they were like, well, it doesn't seem like there's another Irish lady around. They probably won't commit another crime. <laughs> uh, it was her stupid accent and her love of Guinness that made them murder her. <laughs> <laughs> Some details on the case here, Chris. Her headless decomposing body was found in a mangrove forest yards from a tourist beach in nearby Thiruvallam uh, more than a month later on April 21st. That's right. She was hanging there for almost 30 days. April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, that's been another lighthearted morning news story with Mikey and the Goon on WGAS, the home of comedy talk radio in the morning. It's a g g g g gas Moving on. All right, I think that was a pretty good demo there, Mike. I mean, that is exactly what it would sound like if you were driving to work in the morning, dropping your kids off at school, and we were doing the morning radio. <laughs> it's, uh, it's uncanny how good we are at this. <laughs> be amazing genuinely that might already be happening for some of you (laughs) make sure you uh write to your local uh uh, wplj affiliates and let them know that mikey and the goon are available uh for morning radio in any market they need uh we're looking for syndication deals only uh but yeah you know follow me uh at chris from bklyn twitter instagram and getter i got a getter account mike you do you gave in i just started one because i thought it was funny that dave and lewis had them um, and Mike at VM Harrington. And also, I just in case it becomes a thing, I don't want to not be able to have my thing. Makes sense. So I just kind of sign up for stuff now. Um, and you can follow Mike at VM Harrington on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, uh, you know, um, you got me. Uh, so I'm doing Catalyst Wrestling this Saturday. Uh, what is it? The 15th in Brooklyn at the Ewing. Come through. Zach Amico is going to be there. First show back in New York uh, since the pandemic. Trevor Murdoch. The NWA champion bringing the 10 pounds of gold in the main event. His partner, Homicide, against Kobe Carino, who's been on this show, and Wrecking Ball Wigurski. It's going to be a great match. And then I think I'm going over to uh, Brooklyn Comedy Club after that. Right, Mike? Uh, Yeah, sure. Did you not just tell me that an hour ago? I'm just uh, I'm plugging your club. Yeah. Yeah, you're All on right. the 11 p.m. So there you go. That's how you That's how you do a plug. You say, you say yes, Chris. Just... just yeah, and you're going to be the president of the Sudan. All right. Whatever, Mike. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. I tell you we must die I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die
I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. 